Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Kim and Eden with Talk Purpose and Truth. Hi, Eden. Hi, Kim. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Yeah, this this is our, our last bit of Zoom distanced episodes, and we both are vaccinated, so we're excited to go back in studio pretty soon, right, Eden? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's, it's been long. Uh, <laughs> Zoom, Zoom has been a lifesaver, though, so we have to be grateful for that. Yes, yes. And grateful for for our producer, Scott, as well. But I'm excited to go back in studio um, and see the guests in person as well. So but, you know, mm -hmm. in Zoom, I always feel like I've met the guests like I'm like, oh, yeah, I know them really well. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've only met them in Zoom. So <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah, we um, might actually get to hug people. I know. So <laughs> I, I actually I planned my first in-person event next month. Um, like a women's circle event. And I haven't done one in about 16 months in person. So that's going to be interesting and inspiring as well. So, oh yeah. Um, exciting. I think there's a, there's a thing about, I've been seeing a lot of people who are going back into the, um, into public working like restaurants and things like that, that are opening more people are having a hard time transitioning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of, uh, people are staying where they're working from home or staying virtual. So things have shifted a lot. And so it'll be interesting yeah. to see how the world changes in the next year from yeah. all of this. Yeah. So, um, so everyone tends to absolutely love when we focus on happiness in our shows. And mm -hmm. you all remember we had a two part series with Rob Mack, who's a happiness expert and very helpful. I mean, I go back and listen to that episode a lot of times and review my notes. Yeah. And I think it's because if you think about it, it's simple, but we all just want to be happy and feel happy as much as we can. Wouldn't you say? Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. mean, it's very much needed. Yeah. yeah. And I think the more you consciously work at it, like for me, I feel like if I intentionally schedule things and do activities and practices that I know bring happiness. And also it sounds funny, but I remind myself like, okay, I'm walking my dog and I'm seeing morning doves and daisies. And that makes me happy or that makes me feel inspired, or I'm going to feel this connection right now. It programs my mind to look for things that are happy. And so mm -hmm. then I tend to to already have that in my mind instead of those who focus on the low vibration of what's wrong. Like, oh, I'm, I'm walking and I saw trash on the sidewalk. Wow, what's wrong with people? You know, I don't even notice the trash on the sidewalk because I'm so focused on what makes me happy. It takes a lot of training though, to think that way. It's for me, a lot of practice, but I know what you mean. It's uh, a, a matter of focusing on lack versus I guess what we're grateful for, but a lot of times people are in that lack, like feeling what is what they don't have, what's missing for them. 
it's so much easier to just lose that train of thought and go right back to that negative thinking. Right. So hopefully right. our guest today is going to help with that though. Yeah, I'm very excited. So we'll, yeah. we'll find out more from her. So I am going to introduce her. Natalie Botros is a psychotherapist, author, podcast host, life and health coach, and happiness fairy, busy spreading her happiness dust. She is known as the Bon Vivant Girl, as she takes pleasure from everything she does in her life. She is the author, I love this title, of the book, If You Are What You Eat, Should I Eat a Skinny Girl? <laughs> um, she also appears and speaks often on one of our favorite topics, mental health. Welcome, Natalie. Hello, ladies. Hi, Natalie. So and nice you, to have you, you have here. Such a, you have such a bright glow about you. So I love that already. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for being here. So a lot of people base their happiness on how their body looks. How can someone get past this and be happy regardless? Kind of like what I was just talking about. So <laughs> it's true. You know, like it's not only about their body. Everybody like attach their happiness to something or someone. It can be the job, the partner or the body because they think that when they're going to obtain that, it's going to bring them happiness, which is not true because you can get the amazing body. I mean, if everybody who had the best body will be happy. So it means that all the people who have some weight are unhappy and all the people who are skinny are very happy. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I think that we have to, if we want to learn how to love ourselves, it's like the first step to be happy. It's, and I always give this exercise to my clients. I ask them to stand in front of the mirror naked and to look at them, their body and then find at least one thing that they like about it. And I know, I know that sometimes it's hard, but even like, I don't know, your eye, your, your shoulder. <laughs> and then like, once that they, they love that part, they can go and just find another part. Slowly, they will like start accepting their body and loving it. And then that will like really make them happy regardless their body issues. And then it can be, when I say body issues, it's not only weight problems, it can be any flaws that we have. And I think we have the tendency, you know, like if we have, I don't know, a big nose or let's say a small breast, like we're trying to hide it in so many different ways that actually people like look at it even more. So if you're in peace with yourself, nobody will dare saying anything about your body. Yeah. So that's right. like the and energy we put out. Yes. They, what we feel on the inside is what we're going to put out. Exactly. And then, and then like, gonna... yeah, if I feel that I'm rocking hot, Nobody will dare because like I will emit that energy so strongly that everybody will feel that energy and they, they won't even see my any of my flows. Mm. But to be able to do that, you have to first believe in it because you cannot pretend. <laughs> right. How does your book relate to that? Oh, my book is like, actually, it's one of the biggest exercises in it. <laughs> and and I, I wrote my book because when I moved to New York, more than 15 years ago, in less than a year, I gained more than 40 pounds. And I mean, I was never skinny, skinny girl, but I was never a chubby girl. But I mean, suddenly like my, my, my whole life changed and I got really obsessed with this weight loss. And like, I was like so obsessed that I stopped living and then I wasn't losing, and I started doing every diet in this world. 
And what I was doing is not losing weight, but losing my joy of life. And mm-hmm. so what I did, I hit rock bottom. <laughs> you know, I was like that, like one day in front of TV, hating everything and everyone and myself, you know, like trying to eat three carrots, but dreaming about the other food. <laughs> and, and I, and I started, I, I saw this show. It, it was called how to love yourself naked or how to look naked. Well, where they were like really putting these, uh, helping these women to love their body. And then they were like teaching them how to get dressed, how to, you know, like be in peace with themselves. And the last shot was to put them on the billboard in Times Square naked, photog- ph- getting their photography. And then like, they will ask the, the walkers by like how they think, like, you know, how was the body? And like all the remarks were all so positive that the woman's self-esteem will increase. So it's from where I got my exercise, I created my exercise. I said, you know what, like, let's use that on yourself. And it really worked because like, I didn't lose weight when I was watching myself in the mirror, but I, my energy started to shift. And like, people were like, wait, wait a second, you're feeling good, you, you, you're losing weight? I'm like, no, actually no. It's just that I stopped hating my life and myself <laughs> and I'm starting loving my curves. And with time, I really use my, I said like, you're a psychotherapist, use it on yourself instead of on others, <laughs> you know? I use it on myself and I really work first on my primary food, which is my life, my pers- you know, like my person, my happiness before working on my secondary food, which was my plate. And this book, it's my story, my little anecdotes and how to help. I give like little tips. I have like uh, more than 60 tips, little tips that, that you can change in your life and you can really lose weight without losing your appetite for, for your life, you know, like without losing your joy. So no diet. <laughs> It's not that I don't believe in diet. I really think yeah. that, and you know, like I believe in bioindividuality, which is like everybody has a different body, different needs, different lifestyle, different genes. So your diet can be my poison. So in my book, I explain people to take, you know, everybody talks about food journal, but I, what I want is like them to take a food mood journal and actually put everything in it. You know, like I ate three olives or like I ate a sneaker bar because it was on the table and not because I was hungry. So, you know, like, and then like I ate this because I felt a bit depressed. So at the end, you can really figure out your happy and unhappy food. And believe me, losing weight, it's not living on kale or quinoa or like, you know, the latest fashion. It's like really on eating the right food for you. Some people, they lose weight eating meat some other people eat you know like they're like vegetarian it works for them so yeah no diet okay okay do you feel like it helps to because for me I feel like I love examples like you said that you saw these women on the billboard and how they felt and it inspired you and I too like just from hormone stuff I probably have gained about 15 pounds and I'm in that place of like okay I'm I'm working on loving my body and then as a result I exercise more or eat better but the loving is first but it helps me to see other women celebrities or people on tv that are real that show their real pictures on instagram or or admit that they too have gained some weight and they love themselves I feel like that's really inspiring I think it is it is a a spot it it it, it's really it's 
you know, like be in the past, like, and more and more, we have this body positive movement that I love. But in the past, like, like everything that we see was like photoshopped and, you know, like everything like cookie cutted. And now like seeing real women out there doing it, making it happen, it really helps. And the funny thing is, you know, like when I wrote the book, I mean, I then I was like, I lost all the weight. And then in the meantime, I gained back some weight. I mean, life comes back, you know, like I gained back the weight, but I love myself so much that when I look at the pictures, I think I'm better now with more weight on than what I was before. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I'm like, actually, I look amazing. <laughs> you know, it's about your attitude. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. I, and I'm like, I'm trying, you know, I see on my clothes that they're tight. But when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, I'm hot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Oh, okay. So moving on, you've been speaking a lot about mental health in today's times. Yeah. Okay. So what have you found to be the most, uh, to be what's, what kind of mental health issue is on the rise right now in the U.S., especially in New York City? I know you talk about that. Um, can you tell us more? Can you expand on that? Um, I mean, right now with COVID in New York City, it was like really, People were like taking care more about their health, physical health, than their, their, their mental health. But what they don't get is that the mental health is like, it's what makes you function. It's like if your mental health, you know, like I tell people, let's say your finger bleeds. You can just put a Band-Aid. It's, mm. it's like it's going to maybe stop, but it will always bleed, you know, like you have to cure it and then like work in it. And then people are scared to get into that and then to work on themselves. And during COVID time, everybody used a little this as an excuse and like they, they let themselves go. And I understand that there was like no right or wrong way to face it. Let's be honest. It's like, like everybody like dealt in a different way, but some people really let it go. And then like their loneliness like came over and like they were like getting really into depression. Mm hmm. Right. Okay, so you're seeing and, more depression. And Definitely. what would you say, what would you say is the best remedy for that? Because I know here in California and then just talking to people, we were part of a global mental health campaign called the Men, uh, Imperfectly Perfect campaign, which is all over. And the suicide rates have gone way up as well. And so what do you feel is a solution for, for people who are struggling? I mean, it's my happiness dust <laughs> that mm -hmm. I spread. It's like, it's, you know, it's like, it's going to sound like it's logical. You have to be happy to, to overcome. And what I say, it's like actually hitting rock bottom. It's in a way it's horrible, but you cannot go lower. You can only go higher. <laughs> so when you hit that rock bottom, you, the, your options is like to go up. And what I like, I have like little exercises that I give to my clients or like to people, for example, I ask them if they're in, they're like living, you know, in this like very dark life, I ask them to write it down. You know, they can just like write down all their thoughts, really dark, like with no filter, nothing and put it on the side. And then, I mean, they can put it in a box if they want, but, and then I want them to reread it like the day that I feel they feel a little better and then like, see if it really relates to them and then either burn that paper or like tear it into pieces and throw it away, throw that anger and that like, you know, sadness away. And it really, really helps. Actually, it's a very, 
good technique to use for patients who, ha who have been through trauma to deal with their trauma. So the, this technique is like, it's easy and it really, really works. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I think getting something out on yes. paper. Yeah. Um, and you know, really sometimes... Yeah, it really has. And sometimes we have difficulties to talk with others. So this is between you and yourself. Nobody's going to read it. And like some people, they're like, can I put it on the computer? I said, no, I wanted to write it, you know, like, like with handwriting, like you have to feel it. And then like when you read it, cry, you know, like feel all, laugh, cry, like feel all those emotions. Actually, one of my father passed away 25 years ago. I really grieved thanks to that method. I would like write everyday letters to him, mm -hmm. you know, tell him, I hate you because you left me. I love you because I miss you. And then like, it will like really like day after day, I was feeling like lighter and better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I do that. So I know, I know firsthand that it's very, very healing. Um, why is it important to have self-love in order to be successful? Well, <laughs> again, it's like everything starts with you. I, you know, depending your your happiness on people, it's or on things, it's not going to bring you happiness. So you have to find your happiness within you. And to be able to be happy, you have to love yourself. And if you love yourself, how like anyone can like dare saying that you're not good enough? <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's really the self love. It's the key of your happiness. It's like the self-love and then like it will come the self-confidence and it's really like the beginning of, of your new life. And then once that you find that happiness, all the rest will follow. It's like, it's like you know, bonus points around. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's true. So how do people obtain self-love? I know there's many ways and I think you have a special way. Well, I mean, self-love and happiness, self-love, it's one of the things that I told you, it was the exercise, the mirror exercise. And there is another thing that I, I ask people to, to do. It's like take any negative thought about their mind or body and then transform it into positive. For example, if they say I'm too short, well, actually it's a good excuse to wear heels. If they say I'm too shy, well, it's a good, you know, like you're shy, but it's mysterious. So mysterious is, is sexy as well. So everything that they can find about, the, I mean, about themselves, even their situation, I'm single, well, you're free. I'm in a relationship, well, you have a loving partner. So always, because we always like, when I ask people, tell me, describe yourself. They always start with negative things. And then like, I'm like, wait a second, why are you starting with negative things? Why you're not like praising yourself? And I don't know why they're not praising themselves. Is it because they're ashamed that if they say, I'm beautiful, I'm, you know, I'm like, I have a rocking body. Someone is going to say, no, actually, I'm sorry, you have to lose weight. Or it's like, it's, we don't love like this. We don't have the self-love. So it's why when they do this exercise and they work around the words, it's like really shifts the energy. Right. And even exactly. like, yeah, I mean, you know, like when you say I'm stressed, don't say I'm stressed. Say I'm ex I have excitement in my life. <laughs> right. Right. Or I, I say I'm challenging myself to be even greater. Exactly. It's amazing. You see, it's like, it's like, so it's like always find the positive connotation on everything. So that will like bring your self-love and then like appreciate yourself. Right. Because our communication, even in our head is going to affect yes. how happy we are for sure. Right. Yes. And then, you know, like, 
people don't understand the importance of how you feel inside, you know, like how you feel, how the, the self-love and confidence that you feel, how it will like emit outside. They, they, they don't get it, but it's really, really works. Right. Well, you have a quote on um, one of the quotes. I love how you have so many of these great quotes you create on Instagram. And one of them says, if it doesn't add to your life, it doesn't belong in your life. Can you give us tips on this? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we always want more and this and that. And then, you know, like it never ends, but you have to like be careful. And then like what you, you need in your life, you have to have the, the right things in your life. And if something or someone is not bringing you happiness or like supporting you, you shouldn't have them around. My mom calls them the, the bad seeds. She, when, I, when I was a kid, she would always say like, you, you, you shouldn't hang out with those people. They're bad seeds, you know, like about my friends. Because like people, toxic people can really make you feel bad. And then like it will really affect your mental health. So really surround yourself with a huge support system with people who love and cherish you, who are like your cheerleaders. And even in couples, there are some couples where I see one of them is verbally abusing the other one and the other one thinks that that's the meaning of a relationship. No, get out of it. It's like you have to find someone who uploads everything you do. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yes. So tell us more about your online course. I think it's called Hungry for Happy. Exactly. Yes. So okay. it is for all this, all these, all my ladies who are somehow who lost their happiness or like who cannot find happiness because of their body issues that what we talked or relationship status. Because as I said, like even today in our world, being single seems to be a big problem for some people. I mean, I've been single for 46 years. I rocked it. Now during COVID, I met someone and I'm rocking it as well, but I didn't, like, he didn't bring me the happiness. I was happy and I think I was ready to meet him. And during the course, actually, I'm teaching people how to define what you want, because like sometimes we think we want someone and we don't want, you know, like, so I asked them to make these lists of their perfect partner. And, and when I ask this to my clients, I always hear like, you know, he has to be tall. He has to be this. I'm like, listen, if he's like, a little shorter is it going to make you less happy it's like like what is going to change in your relationship like so i teach them to the difference between being too demanding and like asking what they really want so it really helps them right so what i mean about, like yeah oh, what Sorry. about the people that what about the people that always feel like something's missing like there's this antsy feeling or longing feeling how can we stop that or, or shift that? We will always, I mean, like, again, it's, it's why those people, they're never happy because they're always chasing. The thing is, let's say you want the body, you get the body and then you're like, okay, now I got it. Now I want something else. It's not like, and then people say, no, actually, it's a good thing because like it's ambition. It's not ambition. It's like chasing. If you, you have to stop attaching your happiness and then like your, your, search and be enjoy the moment that we live now like the power of now is very important and then project for the future but you don't need to you know always like ask for something else it's like it's not going to bring you anything besides like 
failure sometimes. I mean, like, of course, sometimes you're going to succeed, but I mean, not always. So why are you setting you, yourself up to that? Right. Okay. Yep. So uh, your quote, there's another quote that you say, um, there's a difference between giving up and knowing when you have had enough. Can you expand on this? You know, <laughs> it's like, I learned the hard way to let it go. <laughs> And then giving up is kind of letting go. And sometimes like we have like those dreams, we have, we should have dreams, but like sometimes we're holding so tight into them and we don't know how to let them go. So it's like, there's like fine line. I'm, I'm not seeing people to let go of their dreams, but if it doesn't work, you should learn how to say goodbye and then modify and then start again. So that's like the little difference. Okay. And so for you, what do you feel are your maybe like three things that are the most important for you to stay happy? Do you ever have down days? Of course I do. And then I'm like, you know what, like, <laughs> and I think how like everything that I have in life and I'm like, actually, you should be grateful. <laughs> it's like one of the biggest things that you should do to be happy. I think when you wake up, be grateful be grateful, you know, choose at least one thing that, that will make you feel grateful. And I mean, I, I have like a lot of tips with that, but another thing is doing your affirmations. The, I, I call the affirmations your superpower because it can really shift everything negative into positive. And it's like, it, it links to my exercise to, you know, shift all those like negative thoughts that you have about yourself into positive. And then dance, and smile <laughs> and laugh. It's like, it's really dancing. Actually, you release endorphins and then it will make you happy. And then there is one thing that people think that I'm crazy sometimes, but it's true. Smile. Smiling is so important. And you know, like I, I have like my friends, kids, they're like, why on every picture that every time you smile, I'm like, because I'm happy. What do you want me to say to you? Want me to cry all the time? And then, so I created this movement that I'm like starting to announce everywhere. It's called Smile It Forward because smiling is great. But what is really amazing is, is when you put a smile on someone else's face. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking everyone to do that. Actually, I started to ask around me, you know, my, my circle of friends and like business people. And I said, what I want is like once a day, try to put a smile on someone else's face. And when you put like, you know, it can be paying a compliment or it can be spending a little more time with that person. Like it can be like, it could take you like a few seconds. Believe me, when you put a smile on someone else, it makes you feel happy. And then like the only thing that I asked this person, I'm like, oh, I made you smile. Can I ask you something? Can you do the same to another person? So I call this movement, smile it forward. It's like pay it forward, but you're going to smile it forward. And then like, I hope it's going to have a ripple effect. And then we will all like feel that joy in, in ourselves. And it doesn't cost anything. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like, it's easy, you know? And then like, actually with my boyfriend, like when we go out, I'm like, okay, so this is number two. I put a smile on, on two people because, okay, it's my turn now. So it really became a game. Like it's fun. It's like, you know, and it really doesn't take us much time. Paying a compliment takes you three seconds. <laughs> Right. And then we can change. I feel like that can help shift the cultures of certain areas. Cause if you go somewhere, like if you go to Italy, most places in Italy, the people are so joyful and yeah. happy. And it's almost like, 
unbelievable. But if you think about it, that is how we all should be. Of if course. you go, if you go to the little town in central California of Cambria, people are just like, they act like they've known you for 10 years and you just met them at the counter of the store. And so I feel like just us adding kindness to people and saying something to uplift their day or asking them, you know, like sometimes in the grocery store, I'll ask the, the checkout people, are people being nice to you? You know, yeah, how are exactly. you doing? That's, um, exactly. And then, you know, and sometimes you see, like, what? Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. asking me that? Why are you asking me that? You know, it's amazing. I care. But, you know, like, it's like, especially like I see when I see people like in the cashier, that's, for example, they're like sad, like you can see that they're stressed. I'm like, is everything OK? Like, are they giving you like or like, you know, like always a nice word, like what time they made they made you start work? Like, are they like pain for you? And then like suddenly, <laughs> like, you know, they're like, what's happening? Like someone is care it's is caring about me and it shifts already their mood. Right. Yeah. Right. It's true. so important. It's like it's oh. a little gesture. It's nothing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I challenge all of the listeners to <laughs> use her, her method. So smile and then forward. they should report to you. And then like, we can like share their stories. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so tell us more where we can find you and your courses and how to get your book and all of that. Okay. So, I mean, I like, I spread my happiness in so many different ways, <laughs> you know, with my little one, you know, my happiness dust, but, uh, you can find everything on my website. It's www.debon-vivantgirl.com. Or you can actually, if you type nataliebotros.com, it will come up as well. And in there, you can see what I have. I mean, I have my book, which is sold on Amazon. And then, but you can have the link. I have my course, which is there. And I also have my new podcast <laughs> that, okay. that that started actually this week. Uh, oh, congratulations. Yeah, th thank you. And it's live <laughs> and it's every Tuesday. It's called Say Yes, Be Happy, where I talk with guests from different fields. And then like we, with me and my guests, we try to find always the silver lining in life. So like share the bon vivant girl lifestyle. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. It's very yeah. fun. Yeah, we're, well, we're coming on two years with this show. And yeah. it's, out of all the different things I do, I feel like this is my favorite. It, it's interesting because like already I just started and then already I start meeting a lot of people. It's like, it's just like amazing. It's, it's mm -hmm. really, really, really amazing. Totally. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so good to have you on the show today. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah, we loved it. So. All right, everybody. Well, we thank you for listening and give us feedback and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.